This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the greatest show in sport. The biggest football game in the history of Western civilization. What a ride it's been. Oh! oh I'm buying tickets. Two? That's what that O is from that Peyton always plays. I go, oh, I'm buying tickets to the, the Mavericks next round. This is NFL Power Rankings. We only have a few left. A few left in this NFL season. Thank goodness they had a week 17, by the way. Thank you, Roger Goodell and all the greedy owners. You are appreciated. You're appreciated. Gives me another week of NFL regular season viewing. One through five or five through one. Hit us up with your list. On the truckwreck.com text line at 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Before we give ours, we have to possibly embarrass ourselves by grading last week's winners. Last week, Sean Sharif, we will start with you. You had one, San Francisco. Genius. Two, Dallas. Mm. Three, Baltimore. Genius. Four, Kansas City. Five, Philly. Oh, my. That may be my worst power ranking of the week. Who did Kansas City play? New, New England. England. Okay. Well, I was three for five. Yeah. That's terrible for me uh, because I'm usually winning these. Mm. Uh, so three for five for me. Let's move on to the next. Bobby Belt, one San Fran. Genius. Two, Baltimore. Genius. Three, Dallas. Idiot. Four, Miami. Genius. Five, Buffalo. Idiot. Now you get... <laughs> You I get, get two X's. Two, yes, get two I get two. X's. Yes, I do. Okay. I get two losses because I had Buffalo below Dallas, and okay. Dallas lost to them. So three for five. Yep. As well. Now here's mine. One 49ers, okay. Two Dallas. Three Baltimore. Four Miami. Five Philly. Okay. Three for three five. five. And the guy's name who's on the show. We just... You want RJ's too? Yeah. He's here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> RJ had one Saint Fran. Two Dallas, mm. three Baltimore, four Buffalo, five Kansas City. Okay. Everybody went three for five, basically. Yep. Yep. But uh, my top two won. Y'all, everybody else's top two, somebody in their top two lost. So okay. I ultimately have the best one. All right. Uh, around the country for the Cowboys, how far did they drop? Blogging the boys had them go from two to five. NFL.com kept them at three. ESPN from two to the third best team in the league. USA Today dropped them from two to seven. They have them at seven. Yahoo from two to four. 
CBS from two to eight. Who, 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 who are the seven better teams than the Cowboys in today's NFL? The Athletic from two to five. Sports Illustrated from four to five. So last week, everyone had them at two. And now we're all over the map from three to seven to eight. So how would you like to go? One through five or five through one? I think the drama is the back end of this to see how far we drop Dallas. So I think we should go one through five. Okay, let's go five through one. Uh, <laughs> now we'll, we'll go we'll go one through five. By the way, I, th- I saw the stat yesterday. Is it only four teams in the NFC are over 500? Does that... Does that sound right? Wow, that's right. Only four yeah. teams in the NFC are over 500. So we did end up being right about the NFC sucking th- this year. Because there are but, f- there are five teams that are at 500 in the NFC right now. When when you're you're good at this, thank I you. Hesitate and Thanks. complimenting. You think this is like the least amount of teams over 500 at this point in time in a year? For the NFC, for sure. The AFC has nine teams above 500 right now. No, just in, in yeah. any conference. Yeah, probably. Like, it, it's got to be pretty ew, close. Four teams over 500, and that is it. All right, let's go one through five. Number one. It's easy. They've been number one for me, like, all but, I think, three weeks this season, something like that. It's the San Francisco 49ers who, again, just – beat the snot out of Arizona, and uh, I, I mean, there's just there's no talking about it. San Francisco's the only team I feel like in the NFL this year who you could say they have a chance to be considered a special football team. So San Francisco's number one. Same with me, the 49ers. They have not one but two MVPs on their team and Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, and right now it would, it would shock me. I get to the point where it shocks me if uh, for the 49ers are not in the Super Bowl. Someone sent me another stat that Brock Purdy has, like, no passing attempts but leads the league in yards. He's last in passing attempts among qualified passers, and he's second in passing yards. He's averaging, like, 10 yards an attempt, which is absurd. Wow. Wow, but he's system. But he's system quarterback. Nope. According don't don't to, say that around Boomer Esiason. That's right. I heard the sports minute. We all have San Fran number one. I know that Bobby and I have this team at two. Peyton, I'm going to throw it to you. Ooh. Who's your number two? Well, it would be the team that's going to play the 49ers in the Super Bowl, the Baltimore Whoa. Ravens. Because the colors of the Super Bowl logo. We talked about this. Man, I've seen so many videos about that. And Reset I, I'm it. starting to buy it. This is a, the theory has come out in recent years that if you look at the colors of the Super Bowl logo, that every year in recent years, the colors that they pick for the Super Bowl logo at the beginning of the season matches the team. So last year, for instance, it was like red and green. And who ended up in the Super Bowl? It was the Chiefs and the Eagles. This year, the color scheme is red and purple. And so people said, okay, so what is that? Is that Chiefs Vikings? Is that 49ers Ravens? It's setting up right now like it's going to be Ravens 49ers. When are you going to apologize to Lamar Jackson? Um, I don't think Lamar's been great. Lamar's been okay. He's second in the MVP right now. Right, and Jalen Hurts was first for a lot of the year, not playing very well. I, I think that Baltimore is a really great team, and and I've always said Lamar's a good weapon. I just don't think as a quarterback that he's one of the best. I do think that Baltimore's the best team in the AFC, though, right now, and the second-best team in the NFL. And this You're weekend— You're talking about as a passing quarterback because you always— uh, you always eliminate the legs. You never count the legs. If you're a better, if you are a really good runner at quarterback and a 
average to below average passer, yeah, I don't. I, I think that when you're considering how good of a quarterback are you, I think it needs to be at least 75 to 25% the breakdown of, like, the passing needs to be 75% of what you do, like, in terms of your ability. And the fact that it's not, I think, means that he's a reduced quarterback. But how many Baltimore's number two for me. How many passing touchdowns do you think Lamar has right now? Um, gosh, uh, 17. 17 on the dot. 17 touchdown passes, and they have played 14 games. He's rushed for how many? Uh, I feel like he hasn't run as much as here. Six? Five. Okay. So 22 total touchdowns for Lamar, but we all have Baltimore too. Yeah, we did. Did you like my stat yesterday that I tagged you guys in, by the way? Somebody pointed out Daniel Jones had more touchdown passes his rookie year than Jalen Hurts has ever had in a single season in his career. Oh, I love that. The rushing touchdowns. No, we're not going to count his 87 one-yard touchdown runs. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right. We all have the same one and two. Who's three? Number three for me last week, it was the Dallas Cowboys. This week, it is the team that the Dallas Cowboys will face. It is the Miami Dolphins. Mm. And I honestly don't feel good about anybody outside the top two. I, I just I don't feel like I can totally trust anybody this season outside of the 49ers and, and the Ravens. And let me take you back to two for a second. I'm still not believing that Baltimore will go to the Super Bowl. I don't know who's going to pick them off, but I don't have that belief. It's very much like my belief in Tua. Like, yeah, you can make the argument. All the stuff is there on paper. They've been one, two, or three throughout the entire season, so it's disrespectful to discount them. Baltimore is your AFC representative. How strongly yes. do you feel about it? Uh, pretty solid because, I mean, Baltimore, like I said, the, the one thing about Baltimore this entire year is that they have three losses, and then any of those three games they very easily could have won. In fact, in two of them, I think they lost the lead in the final minute. So, I mean, they, they're a team that they've been really impressive the whole way, and their defense but is Lamar fantastic. Lamar in the playoffs when they force him to throw or they get behind, that's supposed to be the kryptonite. And in years that's past. That's not, I, I don't believe right now that, that is going to change. I think, I think that mattered. I think that matters more in years where you feel like they're really high-powered, excellent offenses that are consistent. And this year, that doesn't exist. And so, I, I think it's there, there's a more vulnerable path for them. But I've got Miami number three, and I don't feel great about that rank. And I do feel good about Miami being a top five team, but I don't necessarily feel great about them being the third team. But that's where I got to put them. Yeah, I copy Bobby here, Miami number three, and then they face Dallas this week, like we've talked about, and. It's going to be a tough one. And that's the thing is this top five, I mean, you have, you know, a couple matchups in this already. You know, you have San Francisco and Baltimore playing each other, Miami. And if you have Dallas, they play each other. So, I mean, this could be one of the worst or the best top fives we've if, had. Yeah, if you have Dallas in the top five. Is San Fran and Baltimore this week? Yep. yep. Ooh, that is on that's a Monday night. Monday game, night. Give me the spread. Uh, where is it? It's in Baltimore? It's in San Fran. Okay. Uh, San Francisco minus four. I was going to go minus three, San Fran. Minus five and a half. San Fran is favored by five and a half in the possible Super Bowl preview. Would you be? A, would you fully buy into the Ravens if they win this game? Then, like, would that like calm your fears about them? Um, or is it still a January question for you? Like, you don't care what Baltimore does until January. January, but I mean, if if they do it with Lamar like throwing all over the place, yeah, then yeah, it could change my mind. But I don't believe that that is going to happen, San Fran. By five and a half in the Monday night game of the year. I also have the Dolphins at three. None of us are going to feel good about three, four, five, but 
Uh, I'm picking Miami to beat the Cowboys this weekend, so I'm going to have Miami over top of them so I can just win the power rankings. Number four. Number four is a team that I I very I came very close to putting at number three, but they've had a lot of inconsistency. It is the Buffalo Bills. That Buffalo, I think, is one of the better above, like barely above 500 teams we've seen in in recent history. Is that I think that that team is so much better than eight and six. I think they are the reverse of what we've seen from the Eagles. That that's a team that should be closer to. 11 and three or or whatever it would be they're starting to put it together at just the right time and i do kind of wonder if it feels like when you hear people talking out of buffalo that little report about the mcdermott thing because that had been something they had kind of put out of their history this has become a rallying point almost like hey you guys are ganging up on our guy like osama mcdermott yeah. <laughs> gosh <laughs> yeah like it feels like something that they've been able to rally around a little bit the Joe Brady offensive coordinator change has been a massive boost for them. I've got Buffalo at four, almost put them at three. Shandam Hussein. Uh, <laughs> so if the Cowboys and Bills played each other on a neutral field five times, how would you have that turning out? Cowboys and Bills, five times neutral field. Uh, Buffalo winning three, probably. Buffalo winning three? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Pay. I as well. Once again, have the Buffalo Bills at number this. four. I, I, they weren't in my top five last week, but I had, I had to move them in. You know, hey, you shut out my team or, you know, play really well against them. That's what happens. And like Bobby said, there's so many games that they could have won, could have easily won. And I will say if there's one team to knock off Baltimore, it will be the Buffalo Bills. <sighs> then why don't you have the Bills three? Because I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the thing that screwed me up here is Buffalo winning with James Cook. That's what's really screwing me up. I'm like, okay, are they more of a running team? Would they do that to the Cowboys again? Uh, five times on a field. Who would I give the edge to between the Cowboys and the Bills? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stubbornly put the Cowboys at four. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> Is that that offensive? Nobody, yes. nobody ever again. Can can accuse Sean oh, of, uh, of hating the Cowboys. You can't call Sean me the Bell. biggest homer on the show. I don't <laughs> Sean Bell. I don't trust. <laughs> I don't trust Buffalo. I don't trust Buffalo. You trust this Cowboys team? Uh, not necessarily. I don't want to be the same as you guys. That's we, can't, a, that's a, we can't all have the top you, four in a row. That's did, lame. I did, I didn't even hear. I was. I told you. I, I would have probably put Buffalo up there if I didn't hear you two first do it. I had. I hadn't seen this. I don't know. So I don't know if you'd seen this. Did you see? Post-game Buffalo-Dallas, Sean McDermott give out the game ball? No. Who did he give the game ball to? Uh, James Cook? Josh Allen. And Josh Allen instantly went, no. What? Handed the ball over I'm on fire to Sean. James Cook. That, that should lose him the locker room. I, I had, uh, Forget sport, about 9-11. That I, should lose him the locker room. I, I saw Andrew Hawkins say it yesterday, and I was like, there's no way. I looked up the video. Sean McDermott hands went, and Josh Allen. Look at his face here. Look at how uncomfortable Josh Allen is like, uh, okay, yeah, uh, thanks, appreciate it. Now, where's James Cook? And he's like looking to give him the ball. What? He gave Josh Allen the game ball for completing seven passes. <laughs> I'm in shock. I am too. There has I, to be something more to I, it. That needed to blow up, but it, it did not. And well, be careful. <laughs> We're talking about. McDermott. I have the. I, I had the Lions up here creeping in my top five, but I'm going to go Buffalo. But Detroit was my my first team left out. So San Fran, Baltimore, Miami, Cowboys to be different, and then the Buffalo Bills. Even though I probably dumb for having Cowboys over the Bills. I have the 49ers, the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Bills. 
And then at number five, Cleveland. Dallas. Oh, dang. I do have the Dallas Cowboys. And you know what I, I really would want to do if, if I could just know that C.J. Stroud was healthy, I, I would have really loved this week. If, if, if Stroud would have been playing the last couple weeks. They would have run healthy, you out of Texas. I, I, I may have thrown him up there. but he's supposed, Dallas, to miss, he's supposed to miss again. I just I don't trust. I, the Like I said, the biggest takeaway I had coming out of this game with Dallas was if they stepped on the field with San Francisco again, they're getting smacked in the mouth by 30 again. And so I, I just have a really hard time separating that when we talk about them as contenders. But they are number five because the rest of the NFL is weak. My top five, San Fran one, Baltimore two, Miami three, Buffalo four. I don't want to be the exact same as Bobby, so I'm going to put Detroit there instead of Dallas. I'll have Dallas outside. I did have Dallas in, but I was back and forth with Detroit. Dallas just scares me on the road. A famous sports announcer says he's trying this food for the first time. Peyton has menu anxiety and the most irrational belief you have in doing something that's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. Your irrational belief and another Cowboys Lions ticket giveaway for the Tolos, turning it on, leaving it on next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cowboys-Lions ticket giveaway, our final one of the morning, is coming up at some point in time here this hour on Sean and Bobby. Thanks for being a total that stands for Turn It On, Leave It On, and you get rewarded to tickets, hundreds of dollars worth of tickets, to the final Cowboys home game of the year, brought to you by jackpot.com's lottery app. We have a new angle and take on the race bowl proposed by former Steeler running back Richard Mendenhall. Boy, this is uh, this is a segment that when we talked about it yesterday, I, I wanted to keep as far away from it as possible, and we both wanted to keep Peyton Russell as far away from it as possible. Peyton, you don't you don't need Sounds to have anything. Sounds about white. Yep, you don't <laughs> need to me, have, Bobby, I got it. You don't need to have any opinions here, Peyton. Now, if I said... How many times have you hosted on the weekend? Um, ooh, if you count a holiday, I think five. Five. Yeah. Have you ever gotten in like major trouble after one of the shows for no. something you said? No, I think the biggest thing was just like uh, staying on the clock. Oh, the producer. Yeah. Well, I was trouble. hosting at the time though, so I. Yeah, but you are a producer always. 
Uh, not when I'm hosting. Mm. I'll, I'll, yeah, no, like, I'll turn I'm it off. Turn it off. What I'm trying to say oh. is because of your usual job, you think you'd be on the clock more. Does uh, that make sense? Yeah, I get it. But like, like the, Spittle, Spittle came. Well, if you, you know, if Spits and Suds was on the Spits and Suds radio, you'd think he'd be bam all over the clock, like nailing it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. Back to you. So, out of all the takes yesterday, I was most eager to click on one. And Rashard Mendenhall, by the way, saying. Um, you know, analysts are stupid. We need to have an all-black versus all-white team to prove and show who really knows football. Yeah, Richard Mendenhall saying, like, I, I am better than any white player that's ever existed <laughs> is one of the things that he said. So we had talked about that yesterday, and I saw Deadspin had a, a column up about it. And normally when I see Deadspin, mm. I, I, I include that in my prep. Like, I'll, I'll drop by that website when I'm prepping, mainly because I'm just curious what wild-ass, like, fringe take they have on a sports topic. Are they the... Uh... Are they the Jamal Adams of websites? <laughs> That's like, offensive did, to Jamal Adams. Were you following along? Every every day, Choppy was sending a Chiefs update from Deadspin. Were you following along with that? Yeah, they, what they do, so what they, Deadspin what they historically, Deadspin historically has been one of these websites that just goes like, what is the most outlandish, awful take you could have? Like, like just aggressively turn this into a cultural problem. And they will they will take that opinion now, without like indicating which way they lean. They they are going to take like their their polar ends of everything. They're going to lean a little bit more on the left side, which is why I was surprised when the headline as I'm scrolling by and I see this that they're talking about this topic. I was stunned that the angle they cut at this old Stephen Knox over there was the headline: a black versus white NFL game might teach league talent evaluators. To give white players a chance at all positions. <laughs> Richard Mendenhall's comment about race and football was off base, but he might have an unintended point, is what Stephen Knox says. Oh. He says, I don't agree with Richard Mendenhall entirely. In my humble opinion, people of all races and ethnicities talk entirely too spicy about professional athletes. No profession is above criticism just because the critic is not one. However, regardless of whether someone can dunk at an open gym or begins to pant while block while walking three blocks from a parking spot, that person should discuss pro athletes without venomous language. But the point that he brings up here is that white players have been put into too much of a box by talent evaluators. And so I was... Most stunned that Deadspin of all places decided to cut at this from the angle of the oppressed rich white athletes and the opportunities that they've not been given. And that's exactly the direction that he decided to take on it. He pointed out, he's like, look, some of the world's best white, pa best pass rushers are white. Two best offensive players in the NBA were born and raised in Eastern Europe. He says white people can ball too. And he makes the point. He says an all-white team of NFL players would struggle against an all-black squad, but that's only because there's far few players in the league. This is about an opportunity question. They are not given the opportunity to contribute and advance the way that they need to, which is a wild take. This is why whenever this subject came up, I I didn't want to have I didn't want to say anything about it. I was Kevin Hagelin on it. I, I'm just I'm hands off. Yeah. I don't even want to weigh in on it because it's such a ridiculous premise even to begin with. Well, let's but, just make you even more uncomfortable. Damn it. Why? What would be your answer to why there's no starting white corner in 20 years in the league? Uh, <laughs> because uh, they just, it's, it's, 
what's happened? They haven't been as there. There hasn't been one that's been good enough. <laughs> there hasn't been one that's been good enough. Okay, so you just don't, you just think I don't, I think talent evaluators look at players and go, let's let's just find out if they can play. I think if there were uh, white cornerbacks that could play at a level of exactly whoever, they would be there. They just it, haven't exactly. No one is. It's not about a lack of no, opportunity, no, no Stephen dis- Knox. No one's discriminating with a stopwatch. Right. If you are a if you are a white physical freak who can cover, and someone walked out here and saw you locking up Antonio Brown or Des Bryant, that that individual would draw interest to play corner on any level. Sure. So, are we saying that the athleticism? For white guys at corner is just inferior. Uh, yeah, I think that that's I mean, just that what, has to be like, what it like, is. I mean, it's been what the reality, or or just typically, whenever there have been athletes capable, like that's just not the position they've played. Like like a, yeah. a, a white player has just not played that position when they've had the athleticism. Maybe they've been a receiver, or they've right. done something else. It's just not the position they've played. So I I don't think that that's a function of yeah. talent evaluators just going like well we got to put them in a box they clearly can't play cornerback and I'm just stunned that that was the angle Deadspin chose to cut it it was like this boy. is like the white argument to counter the black quarterback thing honestly yeah it kind <laughs> of it like it's the or it's white the, running back it, it's 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 a very it's kind of like just on the other side it's the flip side of it all right you escaped. <sighs> Good job. He's I don't know. Too. Look, if he takes off that jacket, he's got sweat marks all over jacket. the place. Jacket. <laughs> you did the jacket thing. Oh, sweatshirt. There you go. Okay. Oh, he hoodie. Yeah. a jacket. Hoodie. I, I try. I, Kristen had put up my clothes recently. I was not oh, able to. Of course. To, wow. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> you talk about discrimination. Yeah. You talk about putting someone in a box. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, over here. Yeah. Look. Uh, the, only, about corners. the only pole I want her near is the one she's hanging uh, clothes up on. That's the only one that she's allowed near. So uh, no, but I was looking. I was looking for those uh, those Tolo jackets we got. The uh, yeah. the the ones last week. I, I wanted to wear it this morning, and I couldn't. She hung it up somewhere where I couldn't find. You it. You couldn't find that at four o'clock in the dark. Chopper could find that in the dark with the way that thing blinks. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't I, find that red, white, I, and blue. I, I, she must have put it in a different closet. I don't know. I didn't. But I was I was almost late this morning, so I was having to scramble and uh, get dressed and do that. All so. right. Speaking of Choppy, you wanted to save this topic for when he returns, but he's on his fortieth day of vacation. Uh, so we're gonna do it now. This is a great one, I think. Travelpulse.com had this story. Survey finds many men think they can many land men. a commercial plane. It says perhaps it's hubris or it could be male testosterone. No matter what, almost half the men who responded to a recent survey think they could land a commercial plane. And it got me thinking about the things that we as men. By the way, do we. Is it much simpler if I watch the video on YouTube than I think? Is it like three levers? It's, you know, you have 4,000 buttons, but is, you know, is it pushing the steering wheel in and out like you see in Top Gun? Is this maybe a lot simpler than I think? I don't know they have air simulators. No, they asked experts here and they're like, absolutely not. Right. Like, like it's it's a pretty impossible thing to do just by like, oh, I can step in. And look, sure, I'll put the, my headset on, air traffic control right, will tell me, and I'll right. be able to do this. <laughs> they're saying, no, that absolutely would not happen. You're not going to be able to do that. So Men really are morons. Yeah, and so it got me thinking, because I absolutely think if Choppy were here right now, he'd say, I can do it. Like I, I mean, what, like you hear all the time. Like that, those are, there are stories about that, right? Like right. A, a plane, the the pilot passed out and somebody had to land it. <laughs> just tell me what to do. I, yeah. I can do that. So it got me thinking about what are the things we could believe. I don't we even can do. think I could drive an eighteen wheeler. 
Like versus, Ooh. you know, landing a plane. Are you kidding it, me? It is interesting the things that like we think we can do versus like at times like like for instance, Kristen is convinced she can't drive a U-Haul. She's like, I don't even like let me near the truck. You're gonna have to do it. You guys have an SUV. I know, and that's why it, she should be able to do it. But she was just like, I, I can't. When we got the U-Haul, she was like, you're gonna have to drive it. I can't do it. Right. So, uh, but it got me thinking about the things that we irrationally believe we can do because I'm sure there are all those things. I have one that I know I can do that you guys tell me it's irrational. Everybody tells me it's irrational. Beat me in ping pong. But I know, no, that absolutely. Now, the only advantage you have there is that it's finally a normal size racket in your hand <laughs> when you're playing. But the thing for me is that I believe that I would, I could very easily shoot under 80 on the golf course. Yeah, the here we go. Under yeah, 80? But but definitely Bobby. definitely these claims that Bobby, it's like listen, even if I had a bad day definitely under a hundred that's Bobby, happening. Bobby, listen to me. I'm listening. Great Odyssey let podcast, me, by the way. I'm listening. Let me let me keep it to the eighty one. If we went out for eighteen holes and there wasn't we're not doing the rule where uh, you double the par and you pick up the ball. If you shot under eighty five over eighteen holes, I would take out. A loan on my 401k to buy you guys a house. I would mortgage, and you would have to give me what an offer a hundred dollars in exchange. I wouldn't have to give you anything. A hundred dollars you pay me if you don't break 85. I would do it, I would do it for a hundred as well. Um, but you can't pick up with double what was the 140 thing? I was just saying, like during the break, I was talking and I said, like. These people who are out there and telling me I would shoot 140 the first time. And you've never played 18 holes before. I've never picked up a golf stick before other than a putter. <laughs> I've, like, I, I've never picked up a driver. Like, I would I would do that same thing for, to take out a loan on my 401k for 100. For you shooting 100 over under. It's not physically possible. I would, sh- I would I am definitely cur- shoot under 100 the first time. That's not a question. That is objectively if you're putt putt. Yes, but shut if you go up. Down the that street, is objectively. Club, there's no way. It is objectively true that I would shoot under 100 the but first why time. Why do you? Why do you seriously think it? Because just because everybody else is bad at, is, at it doesn't mean I have to no. be bad at it. I'm not going to tell you like All it's. Right. It's what I, now Colin. under 80. Under 80. I, I I'm pretty confident I would definitely with some practice under 80. But under 100. That's easy money. You're buying me a house with your 401k money. Peyton, what's yours? Uh, stick shift. I think if you give me one shot at it, I think I can nail it. Oh, you've never tried? I've never tried, but I, I think oh. it's easier than what people think or what people say. <laughs> I think I could do that. That's a great one. I got to hear some of the answers on the fan text, so you guys need to send in what you rationally believe you could do. That is a good one because I have no confidence that I'd be able to do stick that. Stick shift is a pain. I mean, I, uh, I'll i conk out at stoplights. You go uphill. I know I'm backing into the car behind me. What are the Twolos? YouTube, Fantex. Oh, gosh. The Fantex is just inundating with, like, you Bobby is a moron. There is zero chance this would happen. Uh, let's hear it. 214, my kid is 21 years old. He's been playing for seven years. He just broke 80 for the first time. Look, uh, that's probably just because he just turned 21. He's finally a man, and he's able to do that. <laughs> I am 34 years old. I'm <laughs> shooting under 100. Like, this idea of, like, just read the others. No uh, one believes you. I just say I have. I you know. won't go out and try it. Just uh, stop. Let's see. You would throw, hi- <laughs> throw a hissy fit on the seventh hole. You'd be blackout drunk. You wouldn't be able to stay away from the cart people to buy drinks. You'd walk out. You wouldn't even make the walk 
to nine. Eight one seven. Uh, what they're irrationally confident in their ability to please a woman. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Seven o two. Talking sports on the radio. Boy, there are a lot of people who think they like. Oh, that's a great one. That is, and I and I love the recognition that that's probably irrational confidence because I do remember the first time I sat down, not just here, but in general, had to turn on and talk for three hours, and it's so much longer when you haven't done it before than you think. Uh, Bobby's That's, out of his mind. Says the so episode. Maverick's looking for some revenge today. <laughs> Four six nine. I bet Sean McDermott could land a plane. Uh, <laughs> you should not have read that. Eight one seven. I could outrun a bear. Okay, that would. I that think would... we're done. I think we're done. <laughs> I no longer have faith in your judgment to read it. All right, three. Pl- the segment. That three... was irrational confidence on your part that I would have uh, good judgment. That's right. Uh, three players the Cowboys most need. To step up down the stretch. That's next. And below the bell right here on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. The great Bobby Belt. Don't make me take off my belt. Don't make me no, take no, off my belt. We're not. I ruined the morning show. You told me to take it out, Bobby. You were complaining <laughs> like A.J. Brown does. Wow. Every, everyone else. Why am I? You are Look at me soft. Staring. You really, you really had to take out that caller saying you ruined the morning show. You're soft, man. That was how sensitive are you? I, you were actually for real, and Peyton actually did it. I had no idea that this had taken place. James, is that the guy's name? This guy really, Jimmy. Jimmy, you really let him get no! under your skin like that? Damn it! That's all I want is the open moving forward. Is just that. Gosh. I did not <laughs> put it on loop. Play it right now, yeah. No, just let it be. Over and over again. We don't want him to get. We need him for the next hour twenty. We don't need him melting down. You've you've lost me for the the next uh, hour twenty in two days. We don't need him melting down because of a caller said you've ruined the morning show. Oh my gosh! Attack my family from San Fran on social media. You ruined the morning show. I come in here and I still show show. up. (laughs) 
man. You ruined the morning show. Therapy. You gonna take this to your therapist? The next issue. And it's Connie. Connie, Connie said I ruined you. I have meltdown. Finding a pay pay, taking it out of my head trap. Go ahead, it's your segment. Sorry. I already hijacked the payloads. I'll do this. I won't do this. Yeah, well. yeah. Let's below uh, the Sean Bell. Yeah, no, not below the Sean. <laughs> what, what would it be here? Around the sheriff's office. That's man. what we're gonna do now. Yeah. Uh, take it out. I can't believe you took it out of the intro. No, I flippantly said yes. I was like, take that idiot no, out. You were kind of serious. No, the uh, the I'll fan text was in. serious. Yeah. The, yeah, put it back in, Peyton. Do yeah. that. Three players who the Cowboys need to step up down the stretch, Sean. <laughs> Between this and all the golf offers, like I don't even play golf and now I want to play golf because all these Openings you've created I don't want to with take people, everybody's. I don't want to take everybody's money. With people who have uh, volunteered to just shut down the golf course to have you come play for the uh, 100 bet payoff over under with the par. Yeah. Man. No. I mean, honestly. Oh yeah. And see. Oh, p- poor Jimmy's listening right now. You did ruin the morning show. Signed, Jimmy. So there he is. Uh, yeah. The three players who the Cowboys need to stretch up, uh, to step up down the stretch. Now, like now, I'm not now able to talk. The with your English. Yeah. Now, now it's ruined. Now it's done. Um, this is something that I was thinking about yesterday when I was just looking at the way the Cowboys played in Buffalo and it was a wake up call in a lot of ways, I think for the Cowboys in terms of how far removed they still are from San Francisco and from some of these tough teams and from some of these more physical football teams that you're going to run into down the stretch here in January. So three guys that can change those fortunes for you. They've got to step up. they got to play better. Number one, if there's one guy on offense, Sean, and I'm not talking about like just, well, Dak's got to play like an MVP. I'm talking about the guys who you need them to play better than they are. You need to get the most out of them. If there's one guy on offense for you, who would that be? Are we even including, like, can can can, can Michael Gallup even be in a conversation? He's somebody that I think you could consider. It's not Lamb. It's not Cooks. It's not Ferguson. Think Pollard has been playing better. Someone on the Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele. Yeah. That's who I came up with. If you now here's the thing. The first half of the season, Terrence Steele looked like the rookie year again. Where when we saw him his rookie year, we all remember it looked like he wasn't even a professional football player. And, and I, I don't mean that to be offensive. It's just genuinely he was not very good yeah. his rookie year. And that's what's been so impressive about the way that he stepped up and played since then. And last year we were happy. We we're giving the Cowboys credit for letting Leo Collins go to Cincinnati. We're giving them credit for it. PFF grade for Terrence Steele this year. I know, I know you don't like their website. What do you think it is? Um, 54. 52.4. Yeah. That's bad. No, it's it's not very – and he's not been very – the first half of the year, he looked like the rookie season. Again. The second half, since the bye week, he's found it a few times. Now, Mike McCarthy's told us, hey, he's coming back from injury. That's a big part of that. It's still the rehab period, everything else. He has looked better in this second half. It's just that it's not been consistent. The problem is that some weeks he looks similar to the guy we saw in the first half of the season. Some weeks it's, oh, there he is. There's 2021 Steel. There's 2022 Terrence Steel again. So we've seen the flashes, but it's got to become the standard again. So he needs to be more consistent. If you can get consistency out of Terrence Steel, that would go a long way to making the offense, make you feel like the offense is prepared to go up against any physical defense or do anything else. Because if he's consistent, that means the pass protection is more consistent. That means that he's working with Zach Martin in the run game, that they're having success and that they're clearing holes for Tony Pollard. Because Terrence Steele is one of the most important players on the offense when it comes to making sure that the run game is working efficiently. The defensive side of the ball. 
you could stand to have J. Ron Curse step up and play better than he has recently. You could stand to have. By you the know, way, by the way, did you look into that yesterday with his address, Wanye Thomas getting involved? It was very weird. Somebody had, I guess, posted J. Ron Curse's address after someone had complained about how he yeah. had played. Somebody was like, "Well, here he is," and and threw up the address and. Uh, Wanye Thomas was was not thrilled with that. Come on, and, man! And I, I should throw out this loser's social media account who posted his address. You should. You're a freaking loser. I think you've probably been blocked and thrown off of there, so I can't find the account. But uh, I'll search for it right now. Yeah, run that down now. J. Ron Curse is somebody who does need to play better. The safeties in general need to play better. You can find some different areas. One of the big guys that stands out here that they need to play better is Demon Clark, and. I think that the Cowboys never anticipated having Clark play as much of a role as he's already played this year. They had no intention, I don't think, of him playing last year. They had to out of necessity. Now that he's here this year, I think they wanted to work him in a little bit more. Out of necessity due to... You mean Johnny Bananas? Johnny Bananas is, yeah. is who? That's Damone Clark. It, why is he Johnny Bananas? That's his new nickname. Okay. <laughs> those those who know... <laughs> I-Y-K. If you I-Y-K, know, you know. I-Y-K, Y-K. <laughs> Tweet me. I got a couple tweets. I was very proud of the Tolos, the MTV reality show reference. I'll have to Google it. Uh, But because of the season-ending injury to Leighton Vander Esch, potentially career-ending injury, and because of the season-ending injury to DeMarvian Overshown before the season began, the Cowboys' intention was for Leighton Vander Esch and DeMarvian Overshown to be, like, the primary guys that they were using. Maybe not at the beginning of the season Overshown, but eventually that was the hope is that they'd be able to work in that. Definitely splitting time with Clark. Now it's coming to the point where Demoe Clark can't come off the field. He's got to be on there 100% of the time because he's the only true linebacker they have. They don't really have anybody else. They've got Rashawn Evans that they signed away. But in terms of, like, legitimate guys that they think can contribute, it's just been Clark. So out of necessity, he has to be on the field all the time. Here's the clip I keep referencing. This is Johnny Bananas. So they were doing this. That's mm-hmm. him in the blue shirt. Oh, and he's getting carried. Getting that, carried, that makes picked sense. Up and thrown into a. I'm surprised Ryan didn't have it on the fan game. He has everything else instantly. I'm surprised Carter's he didn't back have... here now. That's why. Oh, uh, okay, it's oh. Carter. That that does make sense. He's he's worried about his uh, his college football prep email that he sent <laughs> in to everybody. Uh, but Damone Clark has played good football at times. It's sort of like the same thing with Terrence Steele. He's played well at times. It's just not been nearly consistent enough. If you got more consistent play out of Damone Clark then you would feel better about that linebacker core being as thin as it is. You wouldn't have to feel like, well, we've got to lean on these safety hybrids. we got to lean on J. Ron Curse. we got to lean on, uh, you know, Marquise Bell. We need Wanye Thomas to play the slot, the safety, and linebacker. If Damone Clark could find that consistency, that'd be great. It may not be totally fair to expect that of him, but it's the reality of what you need. The Cowboys need him to be it, whether that's fair or not. Why don't we just pick up some bodies, man? I mean, they've done it with Rashawn Evans, and they've signed guys to the practice squad. Man. They tried with Darius Leonard does or Broadus, Shaq Leonard. Does Broadus answer to Tolo yesterday? He said, why can't we ever stop the run? And he said, Dan Quinn is trying to make up for injuries by having safeties play linebacker. You're getting outweighed and outmatched by 100 pounds in these run-blocking matchups. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a big part of it is that they can't get off blocks. Like Marquise Bell, no matter how impressive he is, which Eric Wood came on with us and told us that was the guy that really impressed him. Was the Bills analyst, the former Bills center, was he said, watching tape of the Cowboys, Marquise Bell is really, really impressive, but he's also 215 pounds. Yeah. You you get a blocker on him, it's really tough for him to get off that block. The last guy that needs to really step up down the stretch, and again, it may not be completely fair, but necessity calls for it. And you know what? I, I'm going to say it's not even that it's not completely fair. It's, it, is, it is totally fair to expect 
that he steps up and is a big-time contributor, regardless of what Jerry told us yesterday. It's Mozzie Smith. And it can be really tough to grade Mozzie Smith because the position he plays doesn't frequently show up in the box score. It's a lot of what he does is eating up blockers and clearing space for the linebackers, some of those undersized linebackers. You're not worried about Marquise Bell getting blocked up and the size difference as long as somebody like Mozzie Smith is doing his job and taking the blocker away from him. They need him to be more consistent. He had incrementally progressed just very slightly the first several weeks of the season. Now it's kind of stagnant. It's flat. And you're not seeing much progression from Mozzie Smith anymore. He's got to get off the ball faster. He is consistently the last guy getting out of his stance. You know, he is like the polar opposite of Elaine Johnson. It's the ball snapped, and he still looks like he's sitting there waiting for the ball to go. It's it's evident. You can see if you hit play and pause and just kind of like pause it in the immediate aftermath of the snap, you'll see offensive linemen out of their snaps or out of their stance, three defensive linemen lunging forward, and Mozzie hand down looking like he's frozen in time. Live wow. live speed, it doesn't look as obvious, but if you slow it down, he is very slow off the ball. So how different is that from his Michigan tape? It's what you saw at Michigan. Michigan, a lot of times you do see those guys sometimes get slow off the ball, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a coaching thing. It's an instincts thing. It's not totally clear, but he he was slow off the ball at times. Like He's just such a freak. He's such an incredible athlete that it's it's not something that – had had hampered him as much at Michigan, I don't think. And even still at times in the NFL, he's he's able to to counteract it a little bit. But when he gets off the ball on time, he is incredibly difficult for people to block right now. Like he eats guys up and he will like penetrate really effectively as long as he's able to get off in time and get into the offensive lineman's chest. That's the biggest thing for him. So I think if you get those three guys playing better down the stretch, you're talking about more consistency. Below the belt every day at this time when we don't have a better option as a guest. I ruined the morning show. Babe, oh, man, sensitivity. No, oh, don't, wow. don't Ralph Tresvant me. Choppy was the sensitive That's one around not- here, but man, Peyton. You ruined the morning show. Being told to take out and change the intro. How are you going to make a putt on 18 with that type of fragile mindset? <laughs> you think I'm <laughs> even going to get down to putting? Yeah, you Hole, said. I'm going to shoot 18. Hole in one <laughs> oh, every time. 18. Look, I, like, I understand I've triggered a lot of people on the fan text with this take. I, I'm sorry that this has been a lifelong struggle for you. Peyton, hook up the Tolos <laughs> with our final regular season ticket giveaway for you turning it on, leaving it on. <laughs> All right, Tolos, that's right. Call at number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see the Dallas Cowboys take on the Detroit Lions on December 30th at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, courtesy of the Jackpot.com Lottery app, an official partner of the Dallas Cowboys. That's call at number 10 at 877-881-1053. You will not believe what NFL legend could be on the hot seat, and if he is, does Jerry need to wipe out everyone and bring him here? Final hour, hump day edition. Hump day! Next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.